There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome back to the FPL Roundtable, the only fantasy Premier League podcast where we guarantee that you might learn something about fantasy, probably. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries. Joining me, as always, is my good friend and partner in crime, Rob Langevin. It's been a while, Rob, so how have you been? What's going on, everybody? And especially the other guy on the other line here, Kevin DeVries. What's going on? Hey, it's good to be name. back. Don't wear it out. It's good to be, it's good to be back, <laughs> you know, live and uncut, talking about fantasy Premier League. Uh yeah, I'm I'm excited. You know, we're we're good now for a while. We got a good stretch that we're not going to have another break for a while. I think I think it's at least five games. <laughs> but um, wait, isn't there another FA Cup thing late this month, or is yeah, that more we, EFL stuff? I, I have no idea. We, I was kind of joking, so because I because <laughs> I, I know there's going to be a break again soon because there ah, always is. It's it. just just annoying. It's like uh, talking about 48 teams in the World Cup. But uh, <laughs> oh man, that is the worst idea. Ugh. Yeah, it's awful. It's it, awful. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see how they divide up those groups yeah. as well. Because I've yeah, seen a it's... lot of people saying it'll help the small teams, but it really might not. Because if you end up getting two good teams in your group and there are only two matches, yeah. it could be 16 over groups of fast. three. 16 groups of three. Ugh, yuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and if there's uh, groups of three, then if there are two draws, yeah. what do you do? Because everybody's goal differential would be the same. It's going to be zeros. Uh, and everybody's points would be the same. Then what do you do? Yeah, well, if there's two draws, maybe everybody plays Pictionary. Ah, I, love <laughs> I love synonyms. I love them. I love yeah. Speaking speaking of awful, I went to a wedding the other day. Oh, two no. my two, two of my good friends uh, are antennas, and uh, they got married. So so the wedding was eh, but the reception was awesome. <laughs> When you said you were going to lead off with a joke, I thought I'd hate it more. I, yeah. That was See, I, told you, I told you it was good. This is what you get, people, when you come to the fantasy round, fantasy round table. <laughs> you, get, you get goofiness and um, basically um, Americans drivel, thinking they're funnier <laughs> than they actually are. Because you know how hard it is to tell a joke between two people and not hearing like the laughter of a room and actually be like, wait, was that actually funny or not? It's hard because you're like waiting for the like the punchline to, to like to clear the space in the room, and all you hear is crickets because all you're hearing is the other person on the line talking. Yep. So you never know how good a joke is, but you know I know that went over well. I know that joke's going to be told all over the <laughs> the back rooms and the and the bars in in London tomorrow. So enjoy, people. You're welcome. <laughs> you are very welcome indeed. Uh, well, Rob, there's been a lot to talk about fantasy wise. Maybe foremost the fact that we've had. Uh, the African players already leave. Uh, of most note, Mane, Zaha, and maybe Mares. If people bought into that turnaround, which I um, didn't. Uh, <laughs> anybody in mind for those guys? I know uh, you wanted to mention as well, so we can just kind of do two at one. The Coutinho's back for Liverpool. Is that a move you think people could make? Uh, you know, the Coutinho thing is kind of separate, but the Afcon guys. I mean, if you own any of them still currently, um, you shouldn't because you're basically taking a hit to your team value. Um, when we go into price change, you'll you'll hear why. Basically, most of those guys have been Mares really isn't owned anywhere anywhere anymore, so his his price isn't really going to be affected. Um, but the Mane's and the Zaha's are definitely being affected to your your overall kitty that you have going on with Mane going down twice, Zaha going down once. They'll probably go down again after this game week. Um, so yeah, I mean the, the Afcon guys they shouldn't be on your roster because they could be out for a ma- I believe a maximum of four weeks, four game weeks. So. You know that's not something you need on your team. You can't really bury their money. Mane is in the mid nine, is you know in the mid eights or yeah. wherever he is now. Uh, it's not something He's you. In the you, nines, yeah. Yeah, so nine nine. You you can't bury that on your bench. There's there's not enough playable options, playable cash that you need to to use that you'd be able to bury nine million on the bench. I mean Zaha is easily replaceable because the uh, the price ranges for the for the for the usable tangible fifth midfielder, fourth midfielder. 
you know, are there because, you know, you have the Matty Phillips, you have the Junior Stanislaus, you have the uh, Robert Snodgrasses, you have the guys there that can you can shift all your all your funds to easily. Whereas Mane, you know, yeah, it's good money, but you're not going to get a star player that you could trust maybe like like you had in Mane at, at his price point. I mean, yeah, you could shift your money to someone else, but, you know, Mane was a comfortable, you know, additive to your team, I think. But, yeah, AFCON guys shouldn't be on your team anymore. Um, so... Yeah, get rid of him. And then your your second point, Philippe Coutinho is back. Um, I did write it in my on my uh, transfer post this that posted today or yesterday on Rasball.com. Uh, you know, I, I'd wait a week with Coutinho. You know, the the motto of this show is better be you know better be late than never or never late than whatever. I don't, I don't even. It's Kevin's it's Kevin's phrase. I'm trying what? to point. Oh, it. Uh, I'd rather be a week late than a week early. There you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, with Coutinho, I want to see what they look like without Mane. I think people are downplaying what Mane brings to the Liverpool team from a fantasy perspective. I think he allows other players to open up because of his speed and his skill set. I don't know how the, the, the parts of the hole for Liverpool are going to fill in. Uh, yeah, you know, Lallana is going to still be there. Uh, Firmino was lying in the weeds and pops up every once in a while. And then when he does, everybody jumps back on the Bobby Digital love. Uh, and Coutinho is back, but I want to see Coutinho play a full 90. I don't think he comes back and plays a full 90 right away, which is why I'm advising everybody to 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 wait. You know, it's not like they have a cake game this week. You know, they're you know they're at United this week, so it's not like they're playing you know the uh, the Scarlton Blues or some you know the Wolverhampton. They're playing a Man United team who's basically in the top six defensively, so they're they're not somebody you want to mess around with. Um, so the price right now for Coutinho at 8.2. Is very enticing to bring back in because when he went out, he was 8.8. Uh, you know, his ownership is something also to notice too because if you look on the official game site, he's owned in, you know, roughly 14, 15%. But if you follow other sites that, you know, people get all their fantasy stats from, if you take away all the zombie teams, he's actually owned in less than 3% of teams. So the differential for Philippe Coutinho is definitely there. So I'm not saying you should buy him and I'm not saying you shouldn't buy him. But I'm, think, I'm telling you, you should probably wait because the differential is there, the price is there, but you know the, the outcome might not be there. And at his price point, you kind of have to start him because you, you're not going to really play someone who's your fifth. You're not going to play Etienne Capou over him, are you, Kev? Uh, certainly not. And as yeah. far as matchups go, it is against Manchester United, who do still have a top five defense. Yeah. So I mean, so so, so that's the, that's the advice on Philippe Coutinho. And, uh, you know, since since he's coming back, you know, there have been some January um, transfer ins already since yeah. the transfer window is open. Um, you know, there, there really hasn't been any, uh, you know, knock on names yet. You know, the, the one name that everybody's is fresh in everybody's mind, uh, which kind of kills your bank account when you look at it, is uh, Gabriel Jesus at, uh, for Man City. He comes in at nine million dollars. You texted me that last night and I honestly thought you were joking. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy to think about. I mean, there's there's other names that have been brought in. You know, Joey Barton, if anybody wants a chuckle, Joey Barton, Rudy Gastidi for uh, for Middlesbrough came in at a, at a nice price point of five million. But Middlesbrough doesn't do anything offensively for me that that gets my my nipples erect. Yeah. So I'm gonna <laughs> well, pass. I'm gonna I do pass think that hurts Negredo though. Yeah. Oh, it definitely does. Definitely does because basically Rudy is a closer. That's what that's what he does. He comes in and he closes. He, he's the head. He's the guy who heads the ball into the goal when they need a goal, whether that's in place of you know Negredo or next to Negredo. Yeah. But it's definitely going to take the attention. I'm not saying that is good, but he may be the best header of the ball in Europe. Like the oh, whole, true. the whole thing. True. He's nuts in the air. Yeah, it's that's that's probably a good a good shout. And then the the other name I didn't I did didn't mention is uh, Lookman for Everton. Anybody in a mm-hmm. dynasty FPL league, this is a guy you want. Nineteen. Has ten. He had ten goals on the on the year for his, his the transferred out team. I can't remember who he came from, but I don't have it written in my notes. But Lookman is a guy. If you're if you're in deeper leagues that you want to stash guys in, he's a guy for Everton that could be could be making some noise in a year or two. Yeah, two. I, I think he was really just brought in, but uh, uh, because but getting, they lost Balassi, so they needed yeah, somebody to kind of fill that that's, spot. That's true. That's true. But but getting back to Gabriel Jesus, he's the guy that that is come in has a little bit of a name. He's on a team that has some fantasy value. Kev, at $9 million and with what Pep does to fantasy teams, uh, any interest from, from, from your perspective? Nope. <laughs> Dynamite drop in, Kevin. It's an easy, yeah. it's an easy one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's, a, that's a big old no for me. Um, one that seems to be on the cards, 
Uh, Mourinho basically confirming that the Schneiderlin deal to Everton is just about done. And he specified that he's happy and sad. Uh, Schneiderlin is about leaving Manchester United. Uh, as, uh, as a personal comment from this guy, Kevin DeVries, uh, he didn't come to Tottenham because he wanted to compete for a Champions League place. Uh, and to that I say, <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he, he shot himself in the foot there. I mean, Real hard. But he is yeah. interesting uh, in other formats. I just yeah, don't think absolutely. he'll matter at all in, in the actual FPL. Game. He he could he could gain some value in 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 a Taga league sure. or in in a in a season long you know dynasty league or a cat, uh, money league or and, and you there know, might, salary yeah, there cap. might be some DFS weeks where he's interesting as well. A- absolutely, absolutely. I want to see how he fits in and plays next to uh, Adrissa Gay. So yeah, that'd be an interesting thing. You're basically going with the two. I would imagine they play next to each other. That would be my thing. I think they, he takes over for, for McCarthy. Yeah, McCarthy, yeah. right? Oh, who's always hurt, so then a lot yeah. of times it's Gareth Barry. One Gareth of those is not going to yeah. play. You know, I think sure. that he's definitely an improvement there. He's a, he's a good server of the ball. I think he's going to fit in well with Everton, uh, you know, just as long as he doesn't give it to Ross Barkley, who we still hate, even <laughs> though he sucks still. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. It looks like I mean, Ross it, is actually getting some run, by the way, which I think is good for him. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like it. Every, his name's Pounce Morales, and it's spelled Morellish. Like, it's like... <laughs> It sounds like a con- if there's ever a name in the Premier League that sounds like a condiment, it's Kevin Morelish. Uh, sure, this Belgian names, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so I, I kind of like Everton going forward, like more than I have in the past. Um, I know some of the defenders. You remember how they had a really good run and they didn't do anything in it, and then they had a bad run. Yeah. Well, after this week against City, it gets better again. Palace, yeah, totally Bournemouth, Borough, and Sunderland is a really mm-hmm. nice run of five. Um, yeah. And oh, and while we're uh, not while we're talking about Liverpool, but we touched on it a little bit there, um, things about to get really not fun for them, schedule wise. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, because they have United, it, we talked about this on our last show, whenever that was. How it's like on off on off. United on Swansea off. Chelsea on Hull off. Tottenham on Leicester away off. Arsenal Burnley City. <laughs> it just does that for like two and a half months. Um, but I don't know if there's a single team you want to have more investment in from April onwards. Yeah, that's a good shout. I like it. I like your I like your dynamite research capabilities, Kevin. Way some say I'm a computer. They're <laughs> dumb, <laughs> <laughs> but they're completely wrong. Yeah, because what a weird accusation to make. I'm not Skynet home slice. Uh, was that a Juno reference? I don't know. I'm all over the wow. shop today. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, so yeah, that's uh, a lot of the, the pre-show stuff that we talked about. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on before we get into a little bit of price changes? No, uh, just maybe, you know, since everybody's got a new uh, wild card in their, in their bank, you know, with people with itchy trailer fingers, you know, basically look at your team. Look who you're chasing in your mini leagues. Uh, you know, if, if you think you can make a difference by playing your wild card now, by all means play your wild card now. But there are going to be confirmed double weeks coming up with these cup games to be played, the the you know the ties to be fixed or figured out. You know the fourth round of the FA Cup is just coming up, so after that it's going to get real interesting because you'll have more Premier League teams playing Premier League teams and such and such. So I'm not a proponent of playing my wild card right away. Um, you know if you bank your two transfers, that should be enough to get you somewhere for a week. So. That's my advice on that, but so but people like to play their wild cards because they like to change things up. I, I I don't know how you feel, Kev. Do you like to play your wild card right away, or are you waiting for the double weeks? You waiting for something to uh, you know show yourself, show in the clouds like a turtle or like a <laughs> like a like a baby tur- like a baby turtle riding a surfboard, telling you to play your wild card? What? <laughs> um, um, no, I'm not using it yet. Although I think you and I could both agree that we waited too long last week. Because we uh, tried to play that uh, 37 wild card, 38. Uh, what, what did we both do? The bench boost for week yeah. 38. That did yeah. not go our way. <laughs> so, nope. so I'm definitely going to do it before that happens. But I agree with you. I do want to see what happens at this uh, fourth round, which isn't this weekend or the following, but the one after that. Um, but then we do have matches right after that that uh, start up on the 31st. So it's like mm-hmm. midweek. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to see where those fall. Um, we did have the EFL Cup match today with Manchester United, um, mm-hmm. so I'd, I'd also want to see kind of where that cup is going, um, just to get just get a better sense of it before I start using it. Although, um, <clears throat> if this Ibrahimovic 
uh, situation. He, he missed today's match. Some saying it was injury precautions. Some saying he was sick. But he does have the yellow flag on um, the actual FPL game. If we hear that he is going to miss it the weekend, hand could be forced a little bit. I still have a Rigi in there who I'm not high on, but we'll talk about that later. I took a three-game gamble on Andy Carroll, which super didn't pay off. I told everybody to pick up Andre Gray instead, and that would have paid off. Uh, so that one bit me in the tail a little bit there. Um, Cedric has been hurt. Pickford is out for months. If Ibrahimovic ends up missing, there there is a non-zero chance that I could use it. I, I'm going to try to avoid it, and I think I'm willing to take... I do have two free transfers, by the way. Um, yeah. So I'd be willing to still take a minus, maybe make three moves, just to make sure that I'm all set. Um, but yeah, for now, I don't, I don't think I'm wild carding. I, I do, like I said, I think I want to get a better sense of when all those matches are going to fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think he'll be fine. I think it was a precautionary illness thing. So, but you know, we'll uh, have to what wait. About, what we... about the other uh, crisps? Have you used any of yours yet? No, no. That, those are all double game week bankable things, except for bench boost because it's useless. <laughs> stupid, stupid. I mean, which is funny to hear you say because you're out- the guy that always pushes for having a strong bench. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I I I misspoke. I meant all out attack. It's yes, stupid. all out attack is stupid because as we learned last year, defense is where your consistency comes from. And then you want upside from your other guys. So taking away one of those chances is a little strange. Because then what do, you, what do you do? What if you get a clean sheet on your bench? Or two clean sheets on your bench? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. That guy didn't score. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Too bad. So sad. <laughs> womp womp. All right, cool. Uh, well, with the preamble a bit out of the way, we the people of the United... Anyway, uh, talk us through uh, starts and sits there. Starts and sits or you want to do price changes first? I absolutely meant price changes. For those listening at home, I wanted to get in at least 15 minutes before admitting this because, you know, you're our real fans if you've made it this far. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I thought we were recording a little bit earlier in the day. Uh, not Rob's fault or anything. We just ended up not. Uh, uh, but then drinks happen. Um, Kevin went tap the bottle in, twist the cap and tap the bottle <laughs> in, twist the cap. Yeah. Uh, but things are going well. You know, don't worry about it. Drinking yes. used to be a part of this show. It used to be kind of a, a staple. We used to talk about what we were drinking at the end of the show. That was a whole thing. It's, it still happens. We just don't talk about it anymore because because none of those guys actually came and gave us money. So True. screw but we're not hiding it, though, because that's when it gets real sketchy. Um, <laughs> welcome to Kevin's Story Hour. There was this uh, bar that I used to really enjoy going to because um, the bartender would always have really good suggestions for drinks. And, and so you like try something new. And I think that's an important thing. Um, and then one time he was like, I, I mentioned that I don't like gin. Uh, and he's like, how do you not like gin? Gin and tonics are perfect for when you want to mask the fact that you've been drinking. And I was like, oh man, I've never had to mask that. I- That's a real concern. When you, when you need to start hiding it, I think is, is, uh, sometimes where the issues come in. So don't, yeah, don't, don't hide it. Don't, if your mom thinks you've been drinking, just go, yeah, ma, I've been drinking. What you want from me? I'll do my homework tomorrow, ma. I get straight A's. Leave me alone. <laughs> I heard yeah. C's get degrees. Yeah. And D <laughs> and D is for dandy. <laughs> and F is for fuck yeah. <laughs> exactly. There you go with the first the first curse word of the of the day. Welcome there everybody. There it is. We only get one of those per show without having to put an explicit tag on. So let's see how tr- that goes. I try to refrain from doing it at all proud of and, it's, it, and that's weird because if anybody knew me in real life and some people can attest to this you, you've hung out with me a couple times it's true uh but but my true friends like i mean you're my true friend but you know what i'm saying like people i hang out with like i am an f this f that you know i'm from jersey Every, everything in jersey is said with <laughs> afflection and i like to afflect with curse words so yeah uh for the record when you just said uh, my real friends all i could think of was my favorite thing to say on New Year's Eve, which is the whole uh, champagne for my real friends, real pain for my sham friends. There you go. So, so should we get into price changes now? Yeah, since you should we, probably do. That. You should since, probably interrupt this weird monologue I have going. Yeah. So on the price ups, uh, Victor Valdez is the only real goalie that has gone up, uh, which is weird because he has a yellow flag next to him. So it's kind of weird. People are buying into the uh, Middlesbrough love. I don't. I don't see it. Uh, maybe they're transferring their. They're goaltender around, getting to goaltender love around, but whatever. Goaltenders are goaltenders. You need one. That's all you need. Uh, on defense, Charlie Daniels, Leighton Baines, Nathaniel Klein. Uh, for my money, Daniels and Baines are probably the two most offensive, uh, offensive, but in a good way, 
defenders attacking. In the, yeah, offensive defensive defenders. I like using offensive, and it's you know you know things have double meanings, Kevin. <laughs> It's true. You know, they're homonymical or whatever they whatever that is. Oh, homonyms. Uh, oh, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, see? So, you know, they're BPS darlings. Charlie Daniels gets forward a ton, gets assists, gets goals. Leighton Baines seems like he's coming around being himself again from Leighton Baines from two and a half years ago, which is a good thing. Uh, so if you're looking to buy a defender this week, um, I know I know Everton has a tough fixture against City, but look at their upcoming fixtures after that. They, they kind of go flippy-flop and... Leighton Baines is a guy I would want to own moving forward, and and if we get when we get into our teams, guess what? It'll be a surprise because guess what? I brought him in uh, Wait, on the midfielders. Baines? Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Uh, on the midfielder ups, Della Ali has gone up twice. Oh no surprise. Gosh. He's got three straight games of two goals. Um, but I'm going to give you this caveat: if you're bringing him in now, you're two weeks too late, pal. Might be behind. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, going up twice is Kevin's new man friend, Wilson. Matt Phillips, uh, he's basically magic. He's got 13 and nine in his last two Premier League games. Um, basically, the West Brom offense is Matt Phillips right now. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into this probably two or three times today. I absolutely love West Brom, except for this week. Yeah. Look past, look past this week's schedule. It's so good. Um, if if I can own, if if you gave me a question right now, if I could own three Chelsea players or three West Brom players, I'm picking three West Brom players for the next seven weeks. It, yeah, it's crazy it's to think good. about. But it's it, we'll get into that a little bit later when we do start sits because I don't want to ruin all the, the fun. Hmm. Uh, also on the up, Junior Stanislas. Looks like he's coming into form. We saw what he could do. The only thing that worries me about him is he's had he has you know 60-something points on the year, and 30 of those came in two games. That's the only thing that worries me a little bit about him is he, whether you know if he's a home run hitter or you know he gets you doubles or triples. But it doesn't matter. His price, 5.1, 5.2 now, is, is something sexy to, to believe. Bournemouth this week playing a hole. You're looking for a cheap, you know, transfer from Zaha to, to Stanislas. Good. I'm giving you a high five through the internet right now. Uh, Willian seems to be creeping his way back into the starting roster for Chelsea. Yeah. That's great. Uh, guy I love this week, uh, Snodgrass. But I only like him for one week. You want to know why? I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you in a little bit because I can't tell you. <laughs> Adam Adam Alana has also gone up. Paul Pogba, the false 10 roll has gone up. Two goals, two assists in his last five. That's great production for a midfielder for, who was tabbed as not really just a box-to-box guy in the Premier League. On the forwards, uh, Olivier Giroud, Andre Gray, uh, Jermaine Defoe, and another West Brom guy. Surprise, surprise. I think people are paying attention to some stuff I write. Solomon Rondon has gone up as well. Uh, his price point is now 6.8. Um, like I said, look at West Brom's upcoming stretch of games. Guess what? You probably won't have to change any of those guys until Easter. So that's a good thing. So... On the price downs, uh, it's kind of a kind of a bad thing, except for guys for that went to went to Africa to play football. Uh, Fabianski in goal is a sign- the only significant guy that's probably owned anywhere. On defense, uh, Cedric has gone down. Completely disappointed in Southampton's defense. I, I I came in about a month ago. I was all believing that they could be something and and join together as a unit and form like a Voltron defensive thing, but they just haven't done anything. Uh, Sadio Mane has gone down twice because he's in Africa. Theo Walcott is hurt. People are moving away from him, I believe. I don't think he's a, a trusted asset there. I think that he gets squeezed out with Giroud playing more. Uh, Mesut Ozil has gone down because he's bad performing for his money. Uh, you know the song, he works hard for his money. Mesut Ozil does not work hard for your fantasy money. True. Uh, Victor Moses, uh, I think people watched the last game against Spurs and have completely just abandoned ship on Victor Moses trying to play uh, being a fantasy asset, which is weird because he, he's actually pretty good. Uh, Wilfred Zaha has gone down because he's he joined uh, Sadio Mane. Uh, James Milner has gone down. I only mention this because Kevin requires me to mention his game, his his name on every podcast we do. Um, <laughs> basically, if you're looking for a guy who does PKs only and does nothing else, grab James Milner. Uh, and also on the down, the, probably the biggest significant name that's not in in Afcon, Gilfred Sigurdsson has gone down. Um, he had an assist in the last game. But look at the last four games before that. He all had minimum points after that good run where he was getting goals and assists all over the place. Listen, Sigurdsson is a great DFS player. Uh, Swansea is a sinking ship going nowhere fast. Uh, you don't want a fantasy asset like that. His price tag is still medium, middle of the road, 7.3. But you're, you're basically betting on a guy to, to do things for a team that just doesn't do things. So I'm going to recommend that people move away from Sigurdsson. Go, go, go get Adam Milana. Go get a team that actually scores goals. They're probably By the end of the year, Liverpool will probably have three times as many goals as Swansea. They probably already do. I don't have the stats in front of me, but it's probably pretty close. 
So that covers the price ups and price downs, Kevin. Yeah. Sure. Uh, it's your boy. <laughs> uh, that was a, my really awful Jay Z impersonation. Hey, excellent work from you. I think you deserved you deserve a break from that. Absolutely. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That gap may have been you hearing about BMWs, apparently. Uh, at least that's a word on the street is that they might be our European sponsor for a little bit here. Uh, so if it was, think about how classy we are. If you didn't just hear that, none of this happened. Ignore, um, the ma- ignore the man behind the curtain. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Well, it's about that time that we get into a little bit of start-sit action. I will just dive right into it with uh, the big Frenchman up front. I've been known to call him a shit James Roday in the past. Anybody that likes psych uh, can be a friend of mine. Uh, it's at Kevin on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> but no. Uh, Olivier Giroud at 8.6. Three goals and two assists in his last three starts. Uh, six goals total. He's ninth in the league. Uh, in goals scored. And he's only started three times. Uh, this week he's up against Swansea, who are once again the worst defense in the league. They do have a new manager in, uh, and Paul Clement. But A, his Derby side weren't the best of all time by any stretch. And B, when everybody says new manager syndrome, statistically that's been proven to be the second match. Which mm-hmm. this is not. Uh, Arsenal obviously uh, can score goals at will. The defense has been a lot more shaky. Um, but that original Sanchez slash Giroud issue... Seems to not be an issue of late. Uh, they've actually helped each other out quite a bit. So uh, I'm I'm uh, all in on Olivier Giroud. I actually drafted him in uh, <laughs> in the Toggle League, which, by the way, two of my biggest miscues were uh, Giroud and Willian, and both of them are starting to get their ways uh, back into their team. So that is of great benefit to me. In midfield, you mentioned it's probably too late, uh, and that's a little bit our fault just because of the weird holiday timing of shows. But Del Ali at 8.5 has been on absolute fire. He has 56 points. In the last five matches, which is nuts. It's an 11.2 average. Um, seven goals, 15th in price, but third in scoring among midfielders. West Brom do have a solid real-life defense, but have an awful fantasy defense. Only three teams uh, have fewer clean sheets this season, which is shocking considering how decent they are in real life. Um, as for defenses, Tottenham, Chelsea, and Bournemouth. I know Bournemouth have their hot and cold weeks, and I always get it wrong. But in theory, against Hull, who have the fewest uh, matches in which they've scored this season, they failed to score in almost half, 9 of 20. Come on, Adam Smith. For you, do you still have Charlie Daniels? Yes, definitely. Yeah. I love Charlie Yeah, so come, come, come on, Bournemouth defense. Don't screw us this week. Oh, speaking of Bournemouth defense, that was one more thing that we wanted to talk about at the start of the show. Uh, being a Chelsea man, uh, Nathan Ake has been recalled by Chelsea. Well, what do people do? Um... Well, I mean, if people own Nathan Ake and don't own three other Chelsea players, you basically lucked into a 4.4 Chelsea defender. Um, the only problem with that is uh, I don't know where he plays. I don't know who he plays over. He's not playing over Alonso. He's not playing over Azpilicueta. He's probably not playing over Cahill. They have different roles. Uh, he's not playing over Luis. Luis plays that you know advanced you know secondary midfielder defender kind of role. You know. Me and you had a we had a debate over this the other day that I I don't with Kurt Zuma back as well. I how how far ahead of of Nate of of Kurt Zuma is Nathan Ake? 
yeah, Nathan Ake looks great when you compare him to other Bournemouth defenders, but how great does he look when you compare him to probably the best defensive unit in the in the Premier League? Call. That's that's the question. I meant fantasy name wise. <laughs> Sorry. I meant fantasy point output wise. Of course, Spurs is the second best fantasy unit. We know this. You don't have to cough, but no, on, honestly, uh, you know, I mean, at four dot four on a team like Chelsea, who has a defense, is he going to get playing time right away? No. Will he eventually get playing time? Yes. How much of it? I don't know. Remains to be seen. He's a great. He's a great player. He's come into his own this year. I think he's developed under the Bournemouth system. Now he just has to translate that to the Conte system, which is not the same by any stretch. They play a different style, uh, you know. And, he, and Conte is, uh, you know, he's a staple guy. You know, he, he likes guys in the lineup all the time. That's why Alonso, Espolaqueta, and Kale have been the, the the back three. They've been the guys. They've been the guys with yeah. Louise in front of them. He they they had he hasn't changed in thir- what thirteen weeks or whatever mm. it is fourteen weeks. Yeah, so, I will say like like you and I talked about uh, in that conversation. Remember that was like two days ago. Um, the one thing that was uh, evident, and I'm not going to be a dig about this match, I promise, but the one thing that was exposed was not his ability, but Cesar Azpilicueta's height as a center back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is not his natural position. His natural position is right back. Then he played left back for like three years. Now he's playing the left side of a bank of three uh, at the back there. And Ake and Zuma could both play in that position. So I mm-hmm. think there could, there could be a shift there. And I don't think it removes Azpilicueta from the team, although it's hard to argue with Victor Moses' form, although Victor Moses did have his own issues in that match. Yeah, um, I, I think with Ake, I think that the natural sub thing for me is when Chelsea is up and they want to protect the lead, I think Ake for Moses is the perfect tra- is the perfect change in a game. Yeah, and, and uh, I don't think either of us are saying that Ake will never see the pitch for the rest of the season. I think the issue no. is you won't know when it is. And in other formats, yeah. that's not a huge issue. But in FPL, it could be. If you bring him in at I mean, 4.4 and your idea is, oh, well, I'll plug him in every week and maybe I'll get my sub points and maybe I won't. I mean, yeah. there could be some merit to that if you think he plays more than he doesn't. But you'd have to have a very strong bench to pull off a strategy like that. Yeah, the problem I have is that I've seen across the internet that people are thinking Nathan Ake, based on what he's done this year for Bournemouth, he's basically going to walk into Chelsea and start. I've yeah. read that across. I've read that on some articles. And whoever whoever wrote that, call your English teacher. You suck at writing. <laughs> uh, I think your point is that the content, not the language, is the issue. But oh, it's well made, nonetheless. You know what I. You know what I, I do mean. know what you mean. Um, <laughs> fair enough. All right, now that I've basically railroaded that whole thing. Uh, why don't you talk a little bit about your starts and sits? Uh, starts. I'll start up top. I'm going to go a little obtuse. You went, you went Ollie G. I'm going to go Peter C, Peter Crouch, 4.7. Uh, he's got games of 10 and 6 in his last two. He's basically the cheapest entry point into a third striker that you could possibly get that is actually playing. Fresh off a new contract that he signed with Stoke. Stoke has a nice, nice matchup this week with Sunderland at Sunderland. Uh, so I like Stoke this week. I think that Crouch is going to start and probably score again. Uh, Sunderland is not the best uh, team defensively, so look for that. 4.7 gives you uh, more money through the midfield, and you could load up on the Aguero, Ibrahimovic, Costa, Kane, two out of the three grouping, and run your luck against the other group, other teams you're chasing. Uh, through the midfield, I-, I had a lot of guys written down here, I- and I was expecting you to take like two or three of them because oh, you take like five. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I went with I went with Robert Snodgrass only because I wanted to touch on on this. Uh, he's being transferred transferred in a lot. Look at his transfer rate this week. He's being transferred in over a hundred thousand times this week. His price is five point eight. He's owned in nine point six. That'll probably go up to around ten before before kickoffs. Um, Bournemouth is without a few defenders. They lost Nate, lost Nathan Ake. Simone Francis is probably not going to be in, fit enough to play. Uh, he's gone ten and ten in his last two games. Snodgrass. So that's good for a guy who basically takes all the, the penalties and set pieces and all that stuff. The bad news is he's useless after this week. Mm. You want to know why, Kev? Why? Hull's next four games, Chelsea, Man United, Liverpool, Arsenal. Those are Hull's next four games. If you brought in Robert Snodgrass thinking he's going to do something against for the next four games, I, I'm going to disagree and, and say he's not. Um you know, three of those teams in the top in the top five defenses, correct, Kevin? Uh, Chelsea, yeah. yeah. Chelsea, United, Arsenal. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So Robert Snodgrass, good for one week. 
bad after that. He's got an expiration date of uh, Monday. Can I so. can I hit you with an interesting theory? Sure. So from the world of real football, West Ham mm-hmm. offered another bid of five million, which isn't even a little bit close enough because Hull need him to stay up. But if West Ham offered ten million plus, yeah, I think it is not impossible that he would join West Ham. Oh, I don't. Now, I don't disagree with you. Now, kind of like the Nathan Ake situation, that means he's supplanting Lancini, Pyatt, or Antonio. Each fantasy valuable in their own right, in their own format. If Snodgrass did move to West Ham, do you think he would be a value or not? I do think he'd be a value, and I also don't think he would take any of those guys' a spot. I think they would all three of those guys would remain in the lineup, and I think a guy oh, like God, you mean we might see Antonio right back again? <laughs> I think I think I think he would supplant, and they would shift around. I think o- Obiang would be gone, or mm. Kyote would be moved around. Maybe, maybe IU up front instead of Carroll, who was really disappointed. I really liked his underlying stats, and he just did not convert. Yeah. It, it became one of those situations where, um, and you get this sometimes in statistics, and it's always very frustrating, but people. Uh, you're a baseball guy. There are some people whose rates don't neutralize to the league average. Yeah. Like there are guys who like have a really promising OBP, but they just don't get enough RBIs. And even yeah. though it says that eventually that'll neutralize, it just doesn't. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get that feeling about Carroll as he gets so many headed efforts that the keeper just catches because there isn't enough on them that it boosts his shot on target and shot accuracy, but that it, that is not a advanceable skill. At this point, that he's as good mm-hmm. as he's going to be at that, and unfortunately, it just kind of inflates a little bit. Sorry, I didn't mean to make this. No, it's cool. Hey, no, it was a, it's, it's a very good, frustrating thing. It's a good segue. I like it. And then uh, where was I? Oh, on defense, uh, I mentioned I like Stoke this week going to Sunderland. Uh, I'll stick with a Stoke defender. Eric Peters is the guy. Uh, price four point five, ownership five point eight. He's probably the one guy I would probably own on the Stoke defense. You're not looking at Mark Muniesa or Glenn Johnson or anybody else there. Uh, so Stoke against uh, Sunderland is a good play this week for me. Uh, obviously, the other two were Arsenal and Spurs this week. They play Swansea and West Brom uh, collectively. So look in that direction if you want some defensive metric clean sheet, clean sheet help. Uh, so we'll just jump right into my sits. Yeah. Uh, sits, this, sits this week, uh, Liverpool defenders, pick pick one. Nathaniel Klein, Lovren, Matt, Matip's not there, but uh, Clavin, what's his name? Ragnar. Ragnar Klavan, yeah. I, I was having a conversation with a guy at, at a bar, and some guy some guy who wasn't paying attention to soccer said said they saw Klavan running, and I, they said, oh, he looks pretty fast. I go, name me another Ragnar in this world that actually looks fast. And he, it's not one of those names that you think that is fast. It's not like Usain, you know, Ragnar. It sounds like a rock chewer. It sounds like he chews rocks. <laughs> but yeah, Liverpool defense against United. United definitely tally. Liverpool will probably tally as well. Uh, it's going to be a fun game. I like games like this because both teams are high powered and they could probably it, and they'll probably end up a one-one game and, and make me look stupid. Um, so through the midfield, um, I, I'm sick. I'm, I mentioned this, this guy's name before because when I was talking about Philippe Coutinho. But can, can we end the Etienne Capou ownership junk going yep. on? He's still he's still owned in 39 percent of leagues. Price tag is 4.9. I get he's a salary dump. But why are you having a salary dump who hasn't done anything in nine weeks? He's got minimums in nine straight weeks. Watford is a sinking uh, – what, what is a, a bee? An insect. A, a sinking insect right now. What? Because uh, uh, they're the Hornets. Oh! They're, they're sinking, they're a sinking wow. insect. So uh, look, look elsewhere. He's not living up to the buzz. At all. Oh, yeah, man, that was so awful. Uh, that, that was <laughs> that was that was so bad. Uh, so on to on to forwards. Uh, I mentioned I like West Brom, but not this week. So my sit this week is Salomon Rondon uh, at six point eight ownership, nine point one. He's being in. He's being brought in for the future. You're not yeah, really going to play. Absolutely, him. bring him in next week. Yeah, absolutely, me as well. Uh, six point eight. Like I said, uh, here is West Brom's upcoming fixtures after Spurs this week. They have Sunderland, Borough, Stoke, West Ham, Bournemouth, Crystal Palace, and Everton. That takes you basically to the middle middle end of March. Wow. If West Brom can show any kind of offensive fortitude, uh, Matt Phillips and, and Solomon Rondon are going to be owned in 20% of leagues coming soon. Uh, those are my start. And Sits, Kev, who you got on the sit side? Strong side. Sit side. <laughs> it's a, remember the Titans movie. Hey, if you're not American... Did you say- 
Did you say remember the tight ones? The Titans? No. Um, if you are not American and you want to like get the emotion behind American football, you watch yourself some Remember the Titans. It, it is a sports movie so good it transcends the genre of sports movies. And I somehow made that sound douchey. I'm sorry. But it's very, very, very good. Um, as for my sits, I said I was going to have a controversial one. Very interested to get your take on this. What about Diego Costa? Not necessarily for any sins of his own. Lester and Hull, the next two opponents, no great shakes by any stretch. But with Aguero being back, assuming that Ibrahimovic is okay, Kane getting back on the score sheet, Costa three blanks in his last five. I know that's including him being suspended, but that's not a shock. As a Chelsea fan, are you at all hesitant about keeping Costa on? Uh, not really. I mean, he's, he's pretty knocked on. I mean, uh, I'm trying to see what Lester has done in their last few. Oh, they're garbage. They're real bad. In their last few home, home fixtures. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're bad defensively all over. They're not, they're not any good right now. Yeah. Um, you know, they lost Mares. That's, that's definitely a hit. I'm not saying he's not ownable. I was just saying, do you think the others are worth more? And you're saying no. Who Ibra and Kane Aguero and Kane? Yeah, uh, you know I, I still think he's probably if if you had to rank them right now, Aguero, Costa, Kane, and who am I missing? Ibra. Mm. I'd probably go Costa, Ibra, Aguero, Kane. Yeah, I just did my uh, rankings this week. Let me see if I can get these up in any sort of uh, sensible timeline. Um, but do do. You know, I mean, Chelsea is still scoring goals and not giving up goals. They have the what do they have the fourth most fourth most goal scored. Yeah, yeah. it is it is the best goal differential. Yeah, really. best goal differential. They have the four fourth most goals scored, and he's basically going to play up top. He's going to oh play the top. Do you want to do you want to hear something really embarrassing? No. Is well, too bad. I uh, I just thought about this because there are a lot of other options out there, and because I have Ibra, who has that yellow flag on him right now. I was like mm-hmm. thinking about all these other strikers that have recently been good again, but I just mm-hmm. looked up my weekly ranks, and you want to know who my number one ranked forward is? Diego Costa. <laughs> well, now I feel like an asshole. Okay, uh, sh- uh, shuck and drive uh, over to uh, Divac Origi. Uh, four blanks in five. Uh, not started the last two. I had mentioned to you that I thought Serge was going to start to take that spot. He hasn't. It's been Firmino, but Serge is doing well. Uh, so bail on Origi, forget I ever said anything about Diego Costa, cough, 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 cough. Mm-hmm. Um, in midfield, we opened the show with it. Uh, Mane, Zaha, and Mahrez all off to Africa. In defense, uh, Liverpool and Manchester United playing each other. I just think both sides score. Uh, and as we mentioned, Liverpool have, have a really not super great run uh, coming up. Uh, Manchester United, on the other hand, things looking a little bit better. Uh, Stoke Hall, Leicester, Watford after this match. Not anything you're too worried about. Uh, mm-hmm. Although for their cost, some of those guys are a little too high for my liking. Um, but I have Phil Jones at four eight, so I'm, I'm yeah. willing to ride with him for a while. Gonna ride it, la 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 la. There you go. You get it. Uh, all right. So that is uh, our starts and sits. Now on to transfers. You've been making any moves this week? Yeah, I had two bank transfers, so I made the two moves already because I wanted to beat the price price. You know, jump it wasn't anything that was great. I didn't have to do it. I have money in the bank. I still have 1.5 in the bank, so I had money to play with. But I wanted to make these moves because you know both guys went up in this past week. So I brought in Leighton Baines, and I can't remember who I dropped. Uh, and then I dropped uh, Zaha from midfield, and I brought in Junior Stanislas. Uh, uh, I like you, you do love you some Junior Stanislas. I love some Junior Stanislaus. I was all over that mug when because we do our DFS podcast. Those two those two weeks when he just completely went off, I was all over him, and that's about when it's about the last time I had money in DFS is when I had, when you did something good. <laughs> yeah, you've uh, you've been on him for quite some time. Um, for me, uh, my assumptions are that Carol and Cedric are going to be out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have two free transfers as well. My next one is Pickford. Uh, not worried about this week, but Tottenham do have some not super great fixtures on the horizon. Uh, City and Liverpool, both in the next five, which are of concern. I, I just want to get somebody that's uh, able to rotate with him. 
I feel like I already missed the Lee Grant train. Something interesting from today's uh, Manchester United match is maybe Jakubovic is back as the whole starter. I mean, David Marshall certainly hasn't covered himself in glory since mm-hmm. taking over that job. So I that's that's one that I'm kind of looking at. But uh, yeah, I feel but like look I at the don't forget Hull's next. United, Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea. Uh, no, oh, God, now I'm scared again. <laughs> uh, fair enough, but uh, it is worth noting uh, for future usage. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so I assume I'm going to move off of those two. I was looking through some defenders. There aren't really a whole lot of people I like, and I'm kind of looking for a one-week stopgap up front um, mm-hmm. until I get to Rondo next week from Carroll. And it may end in me just holding on to him and actually playing Origi. I love my midfield right now. Hazard, Eriksson, Sanchez, Phillips, and Lalana. Um, Wait, who's your, who's your defense, Kev? Oh, <laughs> uh, Smith, Cedric, mm-hmm. Coleman, Jones, and uh, my one price dump in Kingsley. Yeah, you may. I think your move is def- a defender this week. Yeah, definitely. Somebody with a good matchup, and then you go 4 5 1. Interesting. Could do that. Uh, might have to make two defensive shifts to be able to do that because I don't think Jones keeps a clean sheet against Liverpool. Uh, but I don't want to drop Jones, so then that means upgrading Kingsley to somebody that actually plays. It's, it's a whole thing. I guess what I'm saying is I have a whole lot of moves to make. Well, um, I, I I went my defense and, and my defense is completely sexy right now. You, I didn't I didn't mention this when we went through my team. My defense right now is I'm doubled up on Chelsea. I have Alonso and Espelicueta. I have Eric Peters, Baines, and Charlie Daniels on my defense. <laughs> I went defense crazy right now. So I have Alonzo Peters, Baines, Aspulaqueta, and Charlie Daniels as my defense. That is so much money in your defense. It's that's fine. That's fine. I still I still have a, I still have Ibrahimovic and Costa. I, I still have Ibrahimovic and Costa up front. I have Sanchez, Phillips, Lalana, Kabai as my punt through the midfield, and Stanislaus through the midfield. Wow. I'm, I'm not miss, I'm not missing any stars. I'm not missing anybody. Yeah. The only person I don't have is maybe Hazard. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Um, also, apologies to people at home. I just noticed that the waveforms were a little off, and it seems that this whole show has been recording through my laptop speakers instead of through my microphone. So if I'm quiet or sound awful, that's why, and I'm sorry. Um, so, uh, moving from there to captain choices, who do you got on deck this week? Uh, it's It looks like an Alexis Sanchez week to me. Again? I feel like I just put it on Alexis weeks ago and just left it there. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't trust Ibra against Liverpool. He'll probably get one. Uh, I think Arsenal basically dismantles Swansea this week. Mm. Um, League's worst defense uh, again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's nobody else that I would, I put it on. If I wanted to be ballsy, I, I could put it on Junior Stanislas. <laughs> hey man, if you're willing to bring somebody new in during a week, you got to be willing to captain them. That's yeah, the thing. But, that some but people it's, actually it, think. Yeah. It's definitely looking like Alexis Sanchez against yeah. Swansea. Oh my gosh, Carroll against Crystal Palace. I can't. Yeah, I'm going to leave it on Sanchez. <laughs> Just uh, ride or die with that, I do think. Um, all right, so that's uh, all of our actual news. In football news, the Steelers did well. Giants were stupid, and I hated it. Yeah, it, it sucks. You know, I'm, I'm sad to see football season end for my, my team. I'm a Giants fan. But... Uh, at Baseball. least we trashed an air- at least we trashed an airplane on the way home. There you go. Uh, and it is uh, about to be baseball time. Quintana stuff still looking around. Uh, voluntary workouts started for the Pirates, so getting to see yep. some guys in their uh, baseball yeah, jerseys already is really fun. I saw Bell and Jaso taking grounders at first. Oh man, the best first base platoon in all of baseball. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, it'll get it's going to get interesting. My life gets hectic in in another two weeks because I start writing for baseball at Raswell dot com. So just anybody weeks. in the fantasy, wow, two weeks, yeah, that's nuts. So. Oh snap! I have to have my league meeting. Discuss well, rule your league meeting. And all that stuff. Who's who's whose ba- who's mom's basement is that meeting in? Um, my <laughs> <laughs> question mark, or it might be in Cincy. Who knows? That's cool. That'd be work. Yeah. Uh. So uh. Yeah. So start keeping an eye on those. Start looking at your keepers and stuff like that. We'll go pester. Hey, you know what, listeners at home, you also go pester John Wallen at Fantasy Gaffer and demand that we have keeper and dynasty options in Taga next year. Ride mm-hmm. or die. That's what I mm-hmm. always say. And also get on get on John Wayland to have a ranking summit again on the play Taga Dime 
where we go in and New drink and enjoy each other's <laughs> and enjoy each other's company. Somehow that got eliminated after one week from me, one year from me going. Yeah, they were like never again. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, go pester the heck out of him, uh, Rob. If you wanted people to pester you, how could they do that? Uh, you could find me on Twitter at Smokey underscore Loogie. You can find my writings. Like I said, I start baseball up in a couple weeks at Razball.com. I'm always on there talking about soccer until the end of the season. I try to be funny. I don't always come across as funny. If you knew me in person, you'd probably be like, wow, this guy's the funniest guy ever. But anyway, <laughs> go check out Razball.com. Also, he's got lovely blue eyes, which you would find out if you checked out our stuff at VIPBet.com. Do you see that segue? God, I'm such a pro. Uh, that's, uh, that's, Dynamite. Dynamite <laughs> dropping. Yeah, uh, but we do videos over for them. Um, hits starting to go up. I'm not going to say from where because it's a little embarrassing. But we're starting to get more views over there. So uh, if you want to take part in that or if you like playing DFS at all, go check that out. I have been doing uh, pretty well. Basically, uh, been in the black. I think only two weeks I've missed out since uh, we started doing that, which is what, like September, October-ish time? Um, so that's uh, that's been a good time over there. Uh, it's it's uh, for those that don't know, it's basically toggle rules, fouls drawn counts. I think there's some other small changes, but it's it's a definitely a fun time, and you get to actually make money doing it, which is fun. Um, yeah. Oh man, I just accidentally plugged. Oh wait, I didn't say a site, so that's fine. Um, but sponsor us, people that we talk about on that show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, cool. Also, so yeah, this is the FPL roundtable. Also, check out the EPL roundtable and the championship roundtable, which can be found on this very channel. I also write for the Eagles Beak, not as much of late. Because uh, I chopped off the tip of my finger. Uh, I think I mentioned that, what, like two or three shows ago? It is getting better. Still don't have a uh, feeling at the end of that, and it's still not great. But um, I'm going to try to get that done this week. We'll see how that goes. If it isn't, then, of course, be sure to check out Rob's article. You know what? Check out Rob's article either way. Um, <laughs> but uh, lastly, this does go up on allinsportstalk.com, so be sure to check them out at allinsportstalk on Twitter and the All Sports Talk app, which you can find in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. All right, Rob, it was great talking with you uh, this week. Like he said, we will be back in normal service for the next two weeks. Then we'll kind of suss out how we're going to do that weird Tuesday-Wednesday thing after the the next uh, uh, weekend off. Uh, But uh, until then, we wish you all the best with your fantasy team. We hope you helped out. Contact us on Twitter if you have any questions. Or, as always, you can email us at eplroundtable at gmail.com and just put fantasy as the subject. Uh, All right, Rob, thanks. This is nice talking to you. Folks at home, keep listening, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.